Okay. So we've been uh, AWOL a little bit, but we're back in black. Yes. Ready to are. go. Actually, I'm in blue, you're in black. Yes. Mm-hmm. How's that song go? Baby's in black and I'm feeling blue. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay, well, you know I've been talking a lot in the past about watches. Mm-hmm. You and love watches. I love watches. I have many of them. And I think, well, this is no you know, big news that people have been talking about the iWatch and things like that, right? There's a whole, there's a ton of smartwatches coming out on the market from yeah. like Apple, Pebble. There's tons. Yeah, actually, I have a friend who has a Samsung and she said she got it oh, over a year ago, actually, as a tester. And she said it's ridiculous because you have to have it within a certain proximity of your smartphone in order for it to work or do oh, okay. any of the things. But so anyway, well, you actually sent me this. How do you say this guy's name? <laughs> I think it's Will I Am, the guy from the Black Eyed Peas. He's shilling his new um, watch called Pills or Poles, P-U-L-S. I have to say, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. It looks like um, a big, well, it kind of looks like a surveillance <laughs> bracelet. <laughs> There's something cool about that. Yeah, but it has, it actually, it has a lot of stuff. And one of the things that's very cool about it is, is that it's not tethered. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to have your smartphone yeah. with you. And it comes, like, this is what this baby's got here. It's got a SIM card, speakers, touch screen, 16 gig of memory, and 2 gig of RAM. You know, it takes pictures, it does pedometers, texts, emails, music streaming service. Actually, it even has, like, its own version of Siri. So oh, yeah. it talks to you. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was okay. So there's tons going on. Mm-hmm. And the, I thought the interesting thing about that was that um, my colleague Dan Meisner actually did his tech column this week on this thing called, with a terrible name, Skin Buttons, which is basically, you know, it's basically the idea that, you know, you have these little uh, watches and wearables, but they're so small that it's hard to actually, you know, key in anything because the buttons would be so small. So what it does, it has these lasers Haptic. that kind of point onto your skin. So you actually operate via your, your skin is the, essentially the interface. So it's a haptic device, really, in a way. Oh, and it's well, called skin it's buttons. Skin buttons. Wow. But what really caught my eye was something I saw on Kickstarter. And it's called Tiny Screen. This is so cool. It's so cute. It's so small. It's really pretty much like an inch by an inch. And it comes out. You can hack it. You can do whatever you want with it and play with it. Or for somebody like me, you can just come take it right out of the box and put it on. Yeah. And away it goes. So it's basically, it's like this um, Arduino-compatible little tiny screen with colors yeah. and OLED um, and you can play games. colors. You can play games. So out of the box, you can play games. You can uh, have a, your smartwatch or a bunch of other things. That's without your having to do any programming. But then you can also kind of hack it, as you say, in which way you want. And you can do all sorts of things. So I thought... This might be the one I buy, because I love the way it looked. I love the way that I could stylize it myself. Plus, I I hate this new watch I got. I can't say the brand name. What's the matter with it? It's designed to break. 
It's a (laughs) well-known company. Yeah, I was really disappointed with it. Um, But the other one, it broke again. So what are you going to do? You know, I I love this uh, device. I thought it was really smart. I I like the way it kind of folds into a couple of other trends. One is the smart watch and wearables trend. But another one is just the idea of like the whole idea of electronics coming back in and hacking your electronics like a sort of dad in the 1960s or whatever. And especially this idea, which this also has, is modular electronics, right? The idea that you can assemble things like you would assemble pieces of Lego. So it kind of lowers the bar in terms of what your technology is. Yeah, Um, yeah, and you can do anything within it. It's self-supporting. I just love that. And I also like the fact that it really looks like a watch. mm -hmm. Whereas some of the other ones, if you go and look, you'll see they're quite clumsy. And some of them, you know, they look like they're about mm, maybe five inches by two. Mm -hmm. Like very Star Trek. Yeah, I, I have long kind of wondered about the use case for smartwatches in the sense that, you know, phones seem to do a pretty good job of doing that. I do sort of wonder about getting ever closer to having all of this tech with you all the time. Yeah. Like I've started this thing recently where I've been emailing people. Like you and I have been emailing yes, uh, more now. And uh, my friend Ravi, who lives in India, and I have been emailing because of the time distance. It's not really easy to talk on the phone. And it's like old-timey, old-fashioned email, right? Like It's fun. You send an email, the person reads it, they think about it, there's a novelty, and then they send you back a response. It's like the romance of email from the 1990s. Well, yeah, it was like when we were doing it. When was that? Back in 94. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's Too an aside. Fast, but I do but think, yeah. in a way, there's an advantage to taking some time between your immediate communication, right? Yes, there's absolutely. Absolutely. So Man, I have something that's, story. Yeah, I have something that's a little bit related to it, just in, ter- in terms of uh, being about wearables. New Scientist had an article that, you know, touched on a lot of stuff that I've thought about before, but it put it together in a really interesting way, you know, which was basically about wearables in the workplace and what that might mean for surveillance. <laughs> so they were talking... Our favorite topic. Yes, exactly. Wearables and surveillance. Um, so they were talking about how a lot of companies are encouraging people to wear things like a Fitbit or a fuel band um, because it encourages you to be more active. Doesn't that sound like something you put on a horse? <laughs> a fuel band? A Fitbit. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> and we're timing you too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Go, Mr. Ed. <laughs> so they ask people to wear, encourage people to wear them so that they can be, you know, more, more alert, more fit, reduce the drain on um, the insurance and stuff like that. But they also talk about some companies that are actually incorporating them into the actual workflow, like Tesco, the um, yes. the British uh, grocery store chain, has their employees wear these armbands that track where they go, supposedly, so that they can be sent to do tasks in specific areas of the store. Yeah. Stop eating out of the bins. (laughs) That's right. That's what they'd be telling me. Uh, They already have this thing where, you know, your employee considers anything that you do on the computer that they supply to be their property, right? So essentially any emails you send, whether they're personal or not, because they were on your computer, on the work computer, you don't have an expectation of privacy. So how much longer until your company supplied tracker is gathering information about, potentially gathering information about you anytime, whether you're actually on the clock or not. Of course they are. How naive are you, girlfriend? No, well, that's, but I think that's actually the future, right? Like, is so that, and I think it's another example of how 
we're doing all of these pervasive computing kinds of applications like wearables without really thinking very much at all about the legal or the moral or the ethical or the social framework around them. Well, you know, I guess it was about a year ago or a year and a half ago I did a piece for you on Spark and we are under surveillance 24-7. There's no getting away from surveillance mm -hmm. and it's at work too. It's yeah. everywhere. I'm surprised they even need to have something on you because there's like eyeballs up everywhere. You know, this started out in such a sunny way. It was about the guy from the Black Eyed Peas and smartwatches, and suddenly it's like down, down, down in the tunnel of surveillance despair. But that's who we are. That is. And I don't think it's that much of a downer. <laughs> well, it's not really an upper. But, <laughs> but it's the truth. It is the truth. Talk to you next time, Kath. Uh, Bye. Oh, yes, and come to the blog. Yes, for links to these stories and more. The sniffer. Dot net. For more downer stories. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>